Estás sonreído. You broke the mic. And welcome this. to Second Breakfast. <laughs> I'm Lucas. I did not have the screen filter on. Sorry, Phil. Yeah, no, I'm Phil. Yeah. And we are here at Second Breakfast. If we did not burst your eardrums right then, then uh, <laughs> welcome. If your yeah. eardrums did burst, I uh, I really can't say anything to you because no, you couldn't hear me. Anyway. They're fine. Yeah, they're good. They're fine. They're good. Our three or four listeners are doing well. They are. We welcome you know, all, both of you. you know, Phil, you know our show is doing better, though. Whenever it is. For the first, like, ten episodes, we could say, like, yeah, our one listener. Well, now we right. have confirmed multiple listeners. We have confirmed, we, and we even had an email from one. In fact, that's what I was going to do. I was going to check the email uh, for this podcast and see if we have any more emails. Where'd it go? There it is. So... Uh, no, no more emails. But hey, you know. Hey, we, you know, we've got two so far. we got two emails so far. Yeah, if you have emails for us, send them to secondbreakfast777 at gmail.com. Or it's not, it's not nearly as much fun to send them directly to lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com or phil at eastwoodtulsa.com. But that works as well. The only emails I get there are spam, and then usually it's in trouble for not turning in receipts or something. <laughs> so if you email me at me lucas too. at eastwoodtulsa.com. It would make it more fun to open your email. That's right. It's yeah. less depressing. Yeah so. Uh, yeah, so Phil, I know I-, I wanted to throw a segment at you right now that a you segment? have no idea about. So oh, all right. I'm just worried that we're not getting enough food content on our breakfast co- Well, podcast. okay, so I have some food content. Okay, go. So, I, I, you know, sometimes life imitates art. I actually had a waffle Slurpee this week. Nice. No, syrup Slurpee, which, syrup is, Slurpee, which is a waffle. Whatever. Yeah. Well, the the title to our first and most downloaded episode was something to do with waffle Slurpees. Waffle Slurpees. Waffle Slurpee. But yeah, it's a syrup Slurpee, isn't it? Anyway, but you know, the waffle gets that little, it has those compartments where they fill up with syrup and mm. it's, got, it's got a slurp As disgusting there. as you made that sound, <laughs> it is actually delicious. Yeah, I had waffles for dinner last night, actually. So Yeah, but let me just tell so you, good. that was, I thought I was going to go into a sugar coma. I oh, ate a really? large. It's you know, is that uh, Mom's, it, Mom's it, Diner? Was Shout it Belgian? Out. Shout out to Mom's Diner. No, what it was just American. Oh, okay, didn't Wait, have a, a little... home style. Sure, like the thinner, crispy. No, no, waffle? no. It was fat. It was tall. Had deep pockets. Oh, that's Belgian. Well, it wasn't Belgian, and it didn't have those sugar crystals. But well, it was Belgian style. Yes, probably like in a that. Belgian waffle maker is what I'm saying. Yes, I, I know think my that's waffles. Exactly what it is. I know right. my waffles. Fine. It was Belgian, and it had, and I put. This is why I don't cook, because I always put too much of whatever on everything. Too much salt on the burgers. Too much whatever. Too much hot sauce on my eggs. Are I put too much, put too much syrup, syrup on my yeah. wallet, and I thought I was gonna end up in a sugar coma. Oh, I literally asked the waitress, "Could I get a couple of glasses of water?" Because <laughs> I thought I'm, I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, Tori. Uh, Tori always says I put too much, but I love it just to be like. Syrup. I finish. Uh, yeah. So I finish my waffle, and my plate is usually still has syrup all over it because I just put a ton. Yeah. Tori finishes her waffle, and it's just completely clean because she <laughs> only puts enough. That's, syrup. that's so, the yeah. same thing with my wife and I. I just, I, it's sloppy. It's nasty. There's, there's just a pool of syrup yeah. when I'm finished. I mean, it's not nasty. It's wonderful, but yeah. there's a. Well, it's very sloppy. If it's sloppy, when that's my wife fine. eats, it's fine. yeah, she just she just barely puts enough on there. Heaven will meet earth like a sloppy wet kiss. I hear, so <laughs> like a sloppy over syruped waffle. Mm. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. 
That's heaven. So, uh, so the segment you said segment. Are we going to have a food? You just want to yeah, talk about we, food? Breakfast foods. We'll just talk breakfast about breakfast foods, foods okay. once a week. Well, I think that'd be great. So, so mom's waffle, mom's, mom's waffle. diner, and my wife loves the pancakes at mom's mm-hmm. diner. You know, I've actually so I go to mom's once a week. Uh, for yeah. our listeners that don't know, we have a men's Bible study there. But uh, for our listeners that don't know, I'm gluten free, and they don't have any gluten free options on any of the bread options. So yeah. I always have so breadless. Yeah, I usually have hash browns, four eggs over easy, and sausage links. Do you mom's mix group. up the eggs with the hash browns? Oh yeah, and then I chop <laughs> up the sausage, put it on there with a little bit of Cholula, which is the best hot sauce. If you're wondering. So, yeah, uh, it is. It's great. All right, Phil, to finish off our food segment, one syrup food, you can uh, French toast, pancakes, waffles. Which one are you taking? Oh, Or dark horse, uh, crepes. Uh, well, it's between – it depends on the French toast. If, it, if the French toast is good enough, I'm taking the French toast over the waffle, barely. Barely, yeah. I take a home-style waffle, then probably French toast. Pancakes are good, but I just don't – they just don't have that crunch to them that everything right, else Right, the crunch. Has. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that was that was a fun segment. Yeah, so, I loved it. I loved it. I, I'm a little hungry now. So, so is it time for coffee yet? Is it time for coffee? That's the, our other segment. Yeah, coffee. That we added. Bring it on, Phil. Is the song, the song review, yeah. the music review. This the newest part of that is Philip reads lyrics. I'm reading Phil, the lyrics. Read to us, holy. This is the other holy. The other. Now, holy. last week we talked about holy by Justin Bieber. Which actually was kind of holy, in in a in a way. Who's this one by? This is by Florida Georgia Line. It's called H O L Y. Which is holy. Where you would, if you were to guess, which one of these two songs with the same title is more glorifying to God? Most people would have thought it would have been Florida Georgia Line. You would think the country artists kind of have this history of being uh, yeah, church can, going. Right, they sing to uh, God, God on Sunday fearing. and they get drunk on Tuesday. That's, That's the right. deal. Tuesday. <laughs> I, I think know. it's Saturday night. Well, anyway, country artists probably every night. That's true. Okay, come back. So, uh, so this is a song by Florida Georgia Line called "Holy." Uh, if you know this, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a nice sounding song. Yeah, I I just have to say off the fr- off if the bat, like I do music. not like this song. I don't like country music. Uh, yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, when the sun had left and the winter came and the sky fall to only. Bring the rain and the sky fall. I don't know if that's correct. Uh, I don't. I don't know the song that was. I sat in darkness, all brokenhearted. I couldn't find a day. I didn't feel alone. I never meant to cry. Started losing hope, but somehow, baby, you broke through and saved me. You're an angel. Tell me you're never leaving, because you're the first thing I know I can believe in. It is hard for me to read this next part. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you get there, though, this is where you could play a game called Hillsong. Or not. Because up and down, that could have all been about Jesus. All right, now go ahead. Yeah. You're holy, 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 holy. I'm high on loving you. High on loving you. You're holy, 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 holy. I'm high on loving you. High on loving you. Now, I would just like to say... Being high on loving them is biblical. I mean, we we look in the Psalms, be intoxicated by the wife of your youth. Yeah, if you, the whole book of Song of Solomon <laughs> talks about these different things. So, so, but but go ahead and tell them about the heretical part, Phil. Well, that's it, isn't it? Is oh, why why this is heretical? Yeah. Well, I don't. I wouldn't call it heretical because it's not really theological, but I would call it blasphemous. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think the heresy would just come in calling someone else. Holy. holy, yeah. So if right. you want to say that, you know, because what does holy mean? 
So the holy means unique. It means there's only one. Right, set apart. Set apart. And when we talk about God being holy, yeah, it's some holy is a word that really is reserved for God and the things that he cho- that he calls holy. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, we're and, not supposed to call unholy what he's called holy. Yeah. Right. That's what I think as Christians sometimes, like we're really good at pointing out the F bomb and we're really good at like <laughs> like you know, we talked about at the beginning of this segment when we first started about WAP, and we were like, oh, yeah, like that's obviously a threshold that's been way crossed. You're over this over-sexualization. Like, we're <laughs> right. really but yeah. when it comes to like seeing them taking God's name and using it in vain or them taking these theological things and bringing them down, I mean, like, I'm sure – I mean, my wife's amazing. I right. love her. And, and, you know, every day there's new things I learn about her, and I just love – my wife, but she's not God, and there are right. things reserved for the Lord that I will never talk about my wife in that way. It's the way right. it is, you know, and it's I worship God. I don't worship my wife. But I think as Christians, sometimes we're like, we don't address these things, or we don't even see it as a sin right. to take these things and, and, and take the glory of God and downplay it so much to our human standards. Right. And so I, I think where this song really takes a bizarre... And in my opinion, blasphemous turn is when it uses the word holy three times. Yes. Because that's straight out of the book of Revelation and the book of Isaiah. Yes. What is what the heavenly creatures say about the invisible holy God. So I, I it's just Yeah. Yeah, it's too much yeah. to me in and my mind. I think come back, let's let's come back and give just this warning statement about this segment for people. I'm not saying you can't listen to Florida Georgia Line and enjoy this song no. even. I think what we're wanting to do is we're just gonna we want you to think about what you're listening to. And right. so uh so there's a coffee. That's a coffee. No it's creamer a long coffee. this morning. Yeah, it was black coffee. So it really just shook you up, I hope. <laughs> All right, here's some orange black juice. Let's Light smooth roast. that well. Orange juice really isn't smooth either. Uh, but here nope. we go. Uh, Gen Z word of the day, Phil. Yeah, okay. Fire. Fire. Oh, well, that's Fire. like when you rub two sticks together. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, now the Gen Something, Z meaning. The Gen Z meaning fire. That's something really awesome. That's fire, man. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Did Phil? I get it? Yes. Yeah, I probably somewhere in my mind, the movie in my, the fire. back of my mind, I heard... That uh, I heard some somebody at uh, youth group say that. Yeah, I was going to say it's funny because they. I looked on this website that has Gen Z's favorite words and the boomer equivalent, and so the boomer equivalent of fire is groovy. groovy so you had told man. one of the students that something was groovy Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so. I told a guy Wednesday that his shirt was groovy. He just turned right around and walked away. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not a word. No comment. Just walked away. Oh, man. Uh, He's a cool kid, though. Uh, You deserve that. uh, (laughs) It's okay. I think you're pretty uh, uh, groovy, Phil. (laughs) Pretty Phil, groovy. Yeah. Uh, In fact, I never used groovy. Well, I'm a little younger than boomers, I guess. I'm a little beyond, a little younger than groovy. I guess, to me, uh, it's it's cool. What are you, Phil? Cool is the word. I am, I'm like the, the oldest Generation X Okay. Or the very, very youngest boomer. I think we've talked about this because I think the last time you said, I'm Gen X, and I said, all my exes live in Texas. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, yeah. still not a funny joke now, but whatever. No. Oh, okay, no. Phil. So today, getting to our main segment. Yeah. Uh, you know, you we had talked a little bit about what we wanted to talk about today. And so yeah. uh, just in some, some bad theology a little bit. Yeah. So these are 
things that people say in the world and and they they kind of have a modicum of truth they have kind of have like right. a, a grain of truth in them yeah i would uh, just say they're they're like the common beliefs about god yeah. that aren't necessarily 100% fact yeah and so and kind of talk about maybe why those are why we should be careful about kind of stuff like that yeah. the first one that comes to mind and i think is probably the most common right now is this idea that we're all God's children. Right. You know. So so in a sense there is there is some truth to that. So we are all God's children in one way in that uh Adam was called a son of God because he was made in God's image. Yes. There's we're part all, of that is true. We we are created all in the image of God. Created in the image of God. Sons of man. Yeah. And so I think in that usually when we're saying this, we're all the children of God. It's it's almost it's it's like a treat them well because they're God's child too. Yeah. And, and so that's in absolutely, that I think we are on the right track. Yeah. Well, and I think as Christians we need to remember that 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 guy, I remember I was driving down the road one day and I saw this guy that was just like, he was crazy or demonized or something like that. And the Lord just spoke to me and he said, he was created in my image, just yeah. like you. And I was like, wow, yeah, that's so true. I need to I need to make sure I always look at every person as someone with who God loves yeah. and God cherishes and God gave it, Jesus gave his life for that person. And they were created in the image of God. So, yeah. So that's very true. So what's wrong with that? I, I think, you know, as we talk about who, who are God's children, you know, there are those of us who are adopted into the family of God and yeah. are saved by faith in Jesus Christ. And so right. I think that what, what's wrong with that is that to truly be God's child and not a child of the world it's to be saved, you know. It's to come to right. Christ, and so we have we have come to that realization. We have been called by the Father, and we have come to know. Absolutely, him. John one twelve says those who are to those who received him, uh, to those that believed in his name, he gave the right to become children, children of, of God, God, or the sons of the children right. of God, children who were born not of the flesh, not of the will of man, not of a, not of a father's will, but born of. God. So that second birth, that new birth, that spiritual birth, that's what makes you a child of God in the truest sense, in the sense that you were really created to be. Right. Uh, so that's you know, there's a diff- there really is a difference. So, and, and I don't I don't want it to sound like we're nitpicking <coughs> these things because I think one of the things we we need to talk about though too is language is powerful. It is, and so when we talk about these things, the way we talk about them, it it shows our beliefs, but it also it's gonna you know it it what we're talking about, how we're talking about things, kind of can change how we think. Yeah, and the, the what we're doing on the inside as well. So yeah. you know, our words have power; they're yeah. sharp. <laughs> so. You got so, another one, or do I have another one? Yeah, I think uh, so. The, I think that one is a you commonly used phrase, but only when we're talking about like diversity and the, looking at other people and not thinking of them as less than you. Another right. one that we had talked about was just um, you know God understands. We're all human. God understands. Yeah. yeah. So, so Phil, does wow. God understand? That's a, that is such a loaded thing because there actually is, you know, there's a part of me that wants to say no. But Psalm 103 says that he doesn't treat us as our sins deserve because he remembers that we are dust. He remembers that he made us out of dust. 
And so he looks at us with mercy. As a father has mercy on his children, so the Lord has mercy on those who fear him. And because he and Psalm Psalms the psalmist says, because he understands, kind of. He says he remembers that we are made of dust, that we have these human frailties. So there is something to that. But uh Yeah, but but I think we come there's something to it, but you look at it. I think we want to be like, it's okay that you sinned. God gets it. Like right. God gets that you fell to that temptation. When one of the things when we look at Christ he lived and walked among us and went through temptation after temptation. Exactly went the same through way these we things did. and was able to succeed in those. He did not yeah. fall to temptation. And so I think, again, it's one of those twofold things where when you really look at the statement, if you're saying God understands, God gets it that you would fall here. No, like God expects of us to follow him. And while he has mercy for those things, it's it's not that he gets it like, Oh, it's okay. Right. Like it's fine that you did that. No, there is wrath, but it has already been paid for. Right. And, and so that's, there's grace and mercy in those situations. Absolutely. Because so what what I you know, I used to hear this a lot uh from students and they'd say, Well, you know, I do this and I do this, but you know, and they're talking about drinking or having premarital sex and you know, they say things like they use euphemisms like, Well, I make mistakes or I'm only human. You know, God understands, we're just kids. You know, and I would say, you know, God requires that all sin is paid for. No one, God never looks at sin and says, ah, that's okay. I'll let it go this time. Right. He's never, ever done that, and he never will. That's the incredible mercy of the cross of Jesus is that Jesus came and paid for every one of those sins. Yeah, I think when we think about grace and mercy, often we think about it as just like the punishment is withheld. Right. But realistically, what it's saying is that the punishment was given to someone else. Yeah, yeah. That punishment was taken. Was given for to us. Jesus. And so, you know, as a kid, like I'd break something at the house. I remember one time I uh, used an airsoft gun and accidentally shot my mom's china hutch, thinking it was unloaded. <laughs> and it was, you know, I got in That's trouble. That's awesome, Lucas. Yeah, I know, right? got in trouble, but I was not required to put in new glass and take care of that china hutch, right? Right. It was, I don't think it has glass in it to this day. But it's just, the grace of God is different than that, in that, you know, he replaced the china hutch for me. I didn't, right. And so with Christ, he has taken the burden for us since he's taken the punishment. Right. When we do stupid things, it's not that God's like, oh, it's fine, it's okay, right. go on. No, God has take paid for that. Yeah. You know, and so... Yeah, it's not. And it's almost like, you know, bad news. We're trying to make people feel guilty for it. Well, that's not (laughs) – that guilt and shame are never God's tools. The Bible says that the kindness of God leads us to repentance. What we need to get from that idea that God put all of our sin on Jesus is what we need to realize what's behind that is his kindness and his love and his belief in – well, not his – well, yeah, his belief, his his opinion – that we were worth that. It's so hard to even say that, you know, because we know we didn't deserve it. But in his opinion, he said, no, I love you. I cherish you. You are worth this price to pay. So we need to get the kindness of God out of that. Like you said, it's not that we 
deserved that. Yeah, we didn't earn it. That worth was not because of us, no. but he placed that worth he, upon us. Yeah. Just like that righteousness did not come from us, he yeah. placed that righteousness upon us. Yes. And so all of these good things come from God, yeah. not from us. And, and coming to that understanding, coming to that place, I think is healthy. And it, it's not healthy to sit there and go, I am a worthless man who is sinful and, and I can't do anything, right? And wah, wah, right. wah. Because that's not what God has for us. Right. But it's also not to the opposite of that where we go, well, I God saved me. I am worth saving, right? Like we get right. to the two opposite of the spectrums. But, but uh, you know, Craig Spencer, shout out to Craig, talks a lot about it. I think it's from the book Prodigal God. And it just talks about you, the healthy place to be is where you're in the middle, kind of pulling on both sides of this, where it's in the middle of, you know, I'm a worthless sinner, and then on the other side is I deserve all of this. Neither one is healthy to stay in all the time. Right. But to be there in the middle, to be able to to know that both are true and to sit there and to... Yeah, to and just... I, think, I think the more we realize that we didn't deserve it, and the more I think we have to then go to the power and the incredible value of the gift we've been given. And, and you know, righteousness is... It's complete. It's perfect. He has made us as if we never sinned, as if we perfectly obeyed the law. That's what Romans 8 says, that we, he's fulfilled the law in us. Yeah. In other words, when God looks at us, he sees someone who has never made a mistake and never will. That's how God looks at us. So, uh, yeah, but, but if we don't, if we think somehow that that's by our own merit, we misunderstand it. Right. Yeah. So I got okay. I got one more, which has sort of is sort of going to dovetail into this, and we'll do it really quick. All right. We may talk about this later. Bring it on, Phil. So I think it's a big subject sometimes, but people say Christians say this. Well, we're only human. I'm only human. Did we not just talk about that? No. Oh. Well, because. <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> And maybe that maybe this is a part of that same discussion, but I but people say I'm only human. Christians say I'm only human, and that's not really true. The Bible says we've been made new creations, and that uh, Paul got on to the Corinthians for acting like mere men, for acting like mere humans. Right. And so we're not supposed to act like no, I mean, mere it, humans. No, we are no because we no longer are mere humans. And as I talked about a couple weeks ago in Love God, Love Others, we're held to a higher standard because we're empowered by a higher power. Yeah. And you know, we are no longer to walk according to the flesh because the flesh has been crucified with Christ. Right. And so it is no longer I who live, but, but he Christ who lives, lives me. within me. And yeah. so we now can walk according to the spirit. Yeah. And so it is well, I'm only human. Yeah, that's, and that's what I'm kind of getting at. Okay. Well, it's the same thing, but it's kind of the spiritual reality side of that. Yeah. That there is a power that allows us well, I to, think to walk in that. It's that, you know, it, Satan has failed, you know, when he allows you to come to Christ. But the way he can succeed now is if he can stop you from living like you're, yeah. you've been won by yeah. Christ. And Make so, you believe, well, I'm only human. I'm only human. I, I have yeah. to live according to the flesh. You know, I failed again because I'm only human. Right. Well, that's just what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's how it is. So. And I know for me, like, overcoming addiction in my life and, and my porn addiction before was just... It's that coming and like, well, you know, I'm a sinner, so I'm going to sin. Like, no, stop. (laughs) 
You know, yeah. when I realized I'm a child of God and yeah. he has empowered me to over, it's not I who will overcome this, but God right. overcomes Christ this in me. in me. Yeah. So. Yeah. You are, yeah. Ephesians says, you are light and the Lord walk as children so, of light. So hard so, truth today, oatmeal, yeah. Phil. Yeah, you're well, not that's it, only human. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's it. I think that's our oatmeal because that's, that's one of those things, man, you just got to dig in and I'll ask God to reveal that to you. But it's the that, best That he's news. in you. Right. It's the best it's news. The best. And so we say this is, it's hard to eat because I think some of us are sitting there swimming in, in just my, swimming in the mire, you know, like a pig yeah. wallowing around. I yeah. think wallowing is a good word for it. Guilt, failure, sin. And just, well, I'm, I'm only human. Right. You're just waiting for heaven for the joy. But God has said the kingdom of God has come down to yeah, us. It's within us. We can walk with him now. We live in Christ now, yeah. not yeah. later. So yeah. if you're wallowing yeah, around, get out good. of the muck. All right, Phil. Yeah, that's good stuff. Great that's good stuff. stuff. Yeah, Oatmeal. Yeah. So do we have a minute of culture? We've done that. We're getting rid of the cinnamon roll at the end. Yeah. We can't have waffles for breakfast and then a cinnamon roll. I don't know, Phil. I don't know. We're going to have spiritual diabetes. <laughs> we are. No, I think a minute of culture real quick for baseball fans, the three or four of you that are out there. Uh, Atlanta uh, Braves lost. So the World Series is set. The L.A. Dodgers versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Go Tampa Bay, I guess. So They're uh, not the Devil Rays anymore? Are they not? Were they ever the Devil Rays? Yeah, they were the Devil Rays. I thought they were the Manta Rays. It's a fish. Oh. No, the Devil Rays. Cool. I don't Did know. Did you ever see that movie, The Rookie? No. Oh, it's a great movie. So, Dennis Quaid, but The Rookie. The good news is that Houston lost. So after their whole cheating thing, Houston's out of the World uh, Series. Yeah, that was that was disgraceful. Yeah, just a bunch of dummies. Anyway, Phil. So the Rays and who's in it? Uh, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, they beat not Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, <laughs> not the clutchest city, apparently. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been good. I've had fun, Phil. Yeah, really enjoyed it. (laughs) If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or really, if you can think of something that people commonly say about God or about Christians that just isn't quite true, go ahead and email that in to us. We'll tell you again, lucas at eastwoodtulsa.com. Phil at EastwoodTulsa.com or SecondBreakfast777 at gmail.com. Three sevens. Three sevens. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. We're glad that you've chosen to listen to uh, Second Breakfast. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys. Well, you'll listen to us next week. So (laughs) yeah. Oh, wait. I keep forgetting to turn the music up. Yeah, I turned it on, Phil. Yeah. Enjoy this a little bit. Yeah, get that Nacho Libre vibe. You know what I'm doing tonight? I want the wing. I want the wing. (laughs) I will have my glory day in the hot sun. (laughs) If we win, Uh, we get 500 pesos. Sometimes when you're a man, you wear stretchy pants in your room. He's for fun. He's for fun. (laughs) These are my athletic (laughs) No, my recreational clothes. My recreational clothes. My recreational clothes. My rubs were uh, stinky. Do you have recreational clothes, Lucas? All, uh, that's the only clothes I own, Phil. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time on Second Breakfast. Bye.